It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling groovy. Brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company that promotes real food as the answer to your health concerns. Today's show is all about you because it's Ask the Nutritionist show. Uh, If you have a nutrition question, please give us a call at 651-641-1071. And joining me today is Anna Derhock. Anna has her master's degree in nutrition and she has all this knowledge And she's a licensed nutritionist. She's a mother of two young girls and very soon to be mother of number three. (laughs) So welcome, Anna. You know, I wanted to get the show in before (laughs) your actual due date. So, you know, you're a little few minutes later this morning. I'm not so keen on my feet this morning. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm due next Monday. So July 12th. So, okay. Yeah. But haven't dropped yet, so I don't think I'm going anytime soon. Oh, good. We'll Um, get through the show. (laughs) We'll get through the show. Yeah. No no labor today. Um, But I also wanted to apologize to all of our callers that did not get through the last time we had the Ask the Nutritionist show. Um, We had a little technical difficulty with the telephone and the computer. So, we really didn't get the transferred calls, um, but the problem has been solved, so it will never happen again. So, please feel free to call. Like Dar said, 651-641-1071 with your questions. Um, and you know what? We've already got a caller. Yeah. So Should we take it? Yeah, let's All go right. for it, Anna. So, hello. De- is it this Debbie? Yes. Hi, Hi, Debbie. Hi. Good morning. Good morning, morning to you. Well, my question, I've been listening to, um, actually been going back through and listening to a lot of your podcasts because I went to a class that Wendy did a couple of weeks ago and and I'm really enjoying learning all about uh, the nutrition that you're teaching. And uh, my daughter is in cross-country running for school, and they really push, you know, the carbs, the pasta, bananas, things like that, and it, that's not what you guys have been talking about, and I was wondering if you could kind of address what kind of nutrition is good for um, people that are doing more intense um, athletics. You know what? I'm going to let Anna answer that because she's also a runner when she's not this far pregnant. Yes. Maybe you are anyway. No. But let me answer one one book that I would re- recommend that the people read that's into more fitness, more athletics, really intense athletics would be The Zone mm-hmm. by Dr. Barry Sears. Now, it's, you know, it's a probably a 10-year-old book, but he worked with uh, Olympic swimmers. And so he did a lot of research on what would be the right type of eating for Olympic-type swimmers. So, Anna, I'm going to let you kind of go ahead with the carbohydrate and protein part of this. Yes. Um, Debbie, and I was in cross-country, so I I know when when I was in it, they pushed the carbs, too, and they are always having, like, big pasta dinners before meats and stuff. Um, And it's really what it does is it's... There's not enough protein involved when you're running at that intense of a level, and also when you're um, <clears throat> breaking down muscle, you have to be able, you have to make sure that you're replenishing with enough protein. 
Um, and the carbohydrates are still important because they do give us a great burst of energy, but you don't want them to be the processed type like the pastas and all that stuff. And bananas are fine, but again, you need a variety of good carbohydrates. You don't like get the vegetables, sweet potatoes, yeah. right? You know, wild rice, more more things that have the fiber and the nutrients, and less of the processed. And then that will stay, keep the blood sugar more stable for a longer period of time. Yeah, so they have more energy along along the race. And then also, it's you got to do the fats, the mm-hmm. healthy fats, because. That is ultimately what keeps the long endurance is, isn't that right, Anna? Yeah, it keeps the long endurance and it also protects your joints because running is very, very hard in the joints. Right, okay. Yeah. Oh, I think, you know, combine some of what they say, but make it good carbohydrates and then bring in healthy fats and more protein. And I think that's the part. And then and then I think you'll even see that the the runners have better performance. Yep, definitely. That's what Barry, Dr. Barry Sears' research showed. So, yeah. Okay, so, great. So, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, thanks Debbie. Debbie. Um, and then we have another one, coconut oil versus coconut cream. This is Diane. Okay. I think we have an idea on that. <laughs> Diane? Good morning. Good morning. I have a question. Um, I've taken your classes, and I'm looking at the protein smoothie, and you recommend the coconut milk is the, the healthier milk. But I've also seen in the store coconut cream, and I'm just wondering if you could explain if if they're both the same, what's the difference, or, or what you would recommend. Well, who's got this one, Anna? <laughs> you look puzzled. Um, well, what I understand coconut cream is, is it's actually more of a concentrated form of coconut milk where, where the the water hasn't been added to it. Okay. But that's my understanding, Dar. What would... And, you know, I don't know, but I did. I do know what coconut water is now. Okay. Because I just looked at that in at uh, Mississippi Market last, well, a couple of days ago, because everyone's using it as kind of an electrolyte replenisher. Okay. And it is, um, I mean, it, from what I could see on the label, it looked fine. And so it is, it has less fat in it for sure than the coconut milk. Okay. You know, and I don't know if we answered that question very well for you. Co- but, <laughs> no, I was wondering the difference between coconut cream and coconut yeah. milk, not coconut water. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. You know, we have to give up. We don't know because <laughs> we haven't checked that one out exactly. But okay, we thanks. will. We will. So, yeah. Thanks, Dan. Yes, thanks for the call. <laughs> um, let's we, see. We don't know them all. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you guys. I, I have heard of coconut cream, but... Yes, I have too. Um, I'm not sure exactly what it is. And probably some of our teachers are saying, oh, you guys. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they've used it. Yes. Um, but we, we also have Mike. Um, so, we'll, so we'll go to Mike. And Mike, you had a question? Good morning to you, Good Mike. Morning. Yes. Hello? Hello, yes, yes you're yes. on. <laughs> um, I know you've done shows about this and, and before, but I'm just a, um, a recent listener, and I was wondering if you could uh, um, refresh my memory about what kind of foods uh, you recommend that will help boost serotonin levels. Oh, sure. We can mm-hmm. do that one. Mike, uh, the things that boost serotonin is protein, because when you eat some meat... And it's usually, it's animal protein, so it could be eggs, and it can be dairy, and it can be, you know, a hamburger, any of those. What that does is it breaks down into amino acids, and one of the amino acids is called tryptophan, and then tryptophan gets converted into serotonin. 
So when we're when we're working with people that have uh, lower levels of serotonin, whether it's depression or something else, uh, we recommend that people eat some type of animal protein five times a day yeah. to boost that serotonin level up. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually people will end up feeling much better. Now, it is always wise to couple that with a little bit of carbohydrate like some vegetables or a little yeah. bit of fruit or something like that because then that gets carried into the cells easier. And, you know, and again, it's always important to couple that with a little bit of uh, good healthy fat because that keeps the receptors open. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if it's coupled with an avocado or olive oil or even butter, it's then keeps the receptors open so you've got a better flow the of serotonin. the serotonin into the cells. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, are you are you concerned at all? Um, uh, um, the concern I have about uh, eating so much animal fat is uh, is uh, you know maybe the cholesterol of saturated fat or uh, cholesterol in, in some of those uh, foods. You know, usually your cholesterol is made in your liver, and that usually is made from processed foods, basically, or trans fats. Right. So we're not getting cholesterol from the meats that people are eating. Uh, it, it's a very small amount. And but it's just it's it's an indication of how your liver is maybe not working quite as well as it should if your cholesterol number is high. Right. So I think if you you know if you really want to be the purest, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what we are. Yes. We eat uh, grass-fed meat. Yep. Because yeah. it has it has more nutrients, and it is tends to be leaner because it's from grass. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, so it's corn. not corn-fed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. But try it. Already. already. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Great question. I appreciate this. Thank you. Uh That was a great question. Um, And then we have, okay, um, line two, we're going to take line two from Amy. Amy, did you have a question? Good morning, Amy. Hi, Dara. It's Amy. Hi, Amy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Actually, I was just calling to let you guys know about the coconut cream. Oh, Oh, thank you. (laughs) So basically it's coconut oil, and then it has the solids from the coconut mixed in with it oh yes i have had that that's right really good okay Okay. it's more like a like almost like Like a a butter butter yeah yeah like it like you could spread it it's solid yeah like peanut butter almost Oh, okay. good. Thanks, Amy. That's, Thanks, Amy. Yep. We love you so keep much. Us, keep, us, <laughs> keep us on our toes here. All right. We'll see you guys later. All right. Bye, Amy. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was Amy from our office. Um, and I'm getting the signal that we need to go to break. Okay. So we'll take our first break. And um, everybody, just hang on. Um, you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. If you have made a commitment to give a fond farewell to some of your former favorites that may have been diet pop, french fries, chips, muffins, maybe those um, mochas, but you haven't been successful on your own. We have just the class for you. So when we come back, Dara is going to share that information with you. And um, it, it starts the week of July 12th. So questions, call 651-641-1071. If you're like me, you try to eat right, but the definition of healthy eating seems like a moving target. Should I eat low-carb or low-fat? Do eggs and butter raise my cholesterol? Is coffee good after all? Don't rely on sound bites and infomercials for something as important as your health. You deserve recommendations based on biochemistry. 
Nutritional Weight and Wellness is offering My Talk 1071 listeners a complimentary e-newsletter that is chock full of nutrition information and tips. The Weight and Wellness Way newsletter provides sound information and practical strategies from a nutritionist's perspective. Learn a natural approach to healthy eating based on real whole foods you buy at the grocery store. All this and best of all, it's free. To subscribe to the complimentary Weight and Wellness Way e-newsletter, go to weightandwellness.com and enter your email address. Then watch your inbox every month for nutrition news and special offers that will help you look and feel your best. For information on other services at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, call 651-699-3438. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavis, licensed nutritionist. I'm here with Anna Derhock, licensed nutritionist, and we're answering your nutrition questions. You know, if you need some help changing your eating habits that are getting in the way of your health, sign up for our weight and wellness series near you. So what are you going to get? You're going to get six weeks of amazing information, six weeks of amazing teachers, (laughs) six weeks of amazing results. What can I say to convince you to move forward with your health? You know, maybe knowing that you take can take the weight and wellness class right in your backyard almost. <laughs> so we have classes in Anoka. We have classes in Chanhassen. We have classes in Edina, Lakeville, Maple Grove, St. Paul, Wyzetta, White Bear Lake, or Woodbury. So if you're ready to sign up, you know, look at our website. It's weightandwellness.com or call Amy this morning. It's 651-699-3438. And so yes. we're ready to take callers, right? Yes. And we have lots of people on the line still. So we're going to take Rita. Um, she has a question on supplements. Good morning, Over Rita. 50. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, basic question. What should... As far as a multivitamin for someone over 50, I mean, without just taking something that really has no value. Right. I mean, what do you, re- do you recommend, some, a beefed-up one or these well, ones that's... You know, I think maybe rather than even looking at a multivitamin, what are some things that we need to make sure that we're getting, you know, vitamin D? I mean, you have to start with vitamin D. I do take, uh, thank you, maybe I should have prefaced by saying, I, I already take fish oil regularly, okay. calcium, um, and vitamin D because I have osteopenia, and I've had that a few years. And are you taking about a 2,000 to 4,000 IUs of vitamin D? When I think of it, I do, thank you. Okay, but you have to be pretty consistent because that carries the calcium into your bones. Yeah. You know, um, when you forget to take them? You know, like in the day, and you don't have necessarily when you're at work, you don't yeah. have a glass of water at your desk, and you're thinking, well, maybe I'll remember to take an afternoon break. Is that well, is it kind of a waste to no. do it, to just beef it up and take, because you should do it. Oh, yeah. No, you can take more at once. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's a good idea. Take more. Yeah, Making but sure I mean, you... it's not like you're stockpiling your system when no. you do that, because no. it just flushes out anyway, right? That's right. So... Yeah. So then, then you're taking mm-hmm. omega threes, and I think that's really important. Yeah. Right, and probably you know, probably two two thousand to four thousand of omega threes a day would be important. Like so, that's usually two yep. to four, depending on if you have inflammation. Right, and then when you're looking at some other things, I think the next one would be have to be magnesium. Mm-hmm. You know, you 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 have to. So many people are deficient in magnesium these days, so. 
taking anywhere from 200 to 400 to 600 milligrams of a good quality magnesium, like a magnesium glycinate, is probably the next thing that you have to look at. Okay, and I have not taken that. I figure I, I eat well, I eat healthy. So, yeah, But it's hard to right. get magnesium these days. Right, and especially important for your bone health since you do have osteopenia as well. Exactly. Yeah, yep. yeah I do. And then the other thing that I guess I would look at is a multivitamin that is probably something that is higher in B vitamins. Yep. And I don't know, at our office we have one that's called twice a day, and it comes in a capsule, and it doesn't have a lot. It doesn't have calcium and magnesium and all those other things in because people are taking that. Right. But it has a lot of B vitamins in it, and that's the other thing that I think most people need. So that's just kind of how we look at things. And, uh, you know, I think just taking some of these other separate... You know, the other one that I think a lot of people need to look at is maybe some extra zinc. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, if your multi doesn't have, you know, 15 milligrams to 30 milligrams, pre- preferably around 30 milligrams uh-huh. of zinc a day, anywhere uh-huh. from 30 to 50, um, you might need some extra zinc. Because, you know, I think it's about... What is it, Anna? Seventy-three percent of the population is low on zinc these yeah. days. Yeah, and that's over the the two years of age. So it's pretty much everyone. <laughs> and you know, even you know, the, we had another caller that asked us about serotonin. Yep. You know, and then we know that serotonin doesn't get delivered into the brain cells as well if Without you are zinc. deficient in zinc. Yep. So, so well, what like what is zinc in though? As far as meat. Meat, 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 and seafood. Eat so much meat, so you know it, you cut back on one thing, and then of course, then you have to pick it up by picking it up in a supplement. Yep, that's right. right. So, so yeah, yeah, is there is there such a thing as I'm always worried about over taking too many? That can you take too many? The only thing that is really too much is you. I think you have to be careful of how much vitamin A you take yep. in. Okay, well that's you know, and I this take. is the oil form of vitamin A. Okay, right but you don't have to ever worry about, like, stock. I don't know, I, I think years ago why I never took, because I always have eaten healthy, because I, I grew up that way. So I never bothered taking multivitamins, and I thought, there is there such a thing as stockpiling your system, taking something and people thinking that, oh, this is going to solve the problems, and you're eating, oh, I don't think that's eating healthy, taking the multivitamin. So it's not until recent years when I was diagnosed with the osteopenia, I thought, oh, well, I gotta, I'm for sure got to beef up the, the omega. I think what some of these mm-hmm. supplements do is they act as an insurance policy because it is so difficult to get all the nutrients that we need today right. from our food. Even if we are eating organically and grass-fed, the soil, it is still, yeah. our, that's right, our soil is not it's as... Not what it used to be. Yep. Right. So, okay, so now I'm taking away from my call. Magnesium okay. and thank- zinc in addition to what I'm taking. Okay. Thanks, Rita. Rita, thank you. Um, Let's see... Should Where are we? we? Let's see. Let's take mine to Maureen. Athletic injuries. Hello, Maureen. Do you have a question? Yes, I do. Thanks for talking to me. Yes. Um, it might be a long shot, but I just thought I'd try and ask you. My son's a senior in high school, and he's he's really physical and active, but he has had to be sidelined in high school sports because he had... Um, several injuries and it almost seems like it's really repetitive and I just started wondering if his body could be strengthened somehow. He In mm-hmm. ninth grade he had a vertebrae fracture mm-hmm. and um, he wore a brace for several months and the pain left him but the CAT scan shown that it never really fused back together. Okay. And then the next 
year he went out for wrestling, and the first day he injured his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And since then, he's just kind of lifted weights and run on his own. And every once in a while, he'll just have like, kind of like it'll come back, like the shoulder thing will come back, and he'll have to do some other strengthening exercises, physical therapy, which is what he did. And he just kind of said early this summer, it's like my body breaks. Yes, and, yes. And is there anything that he can do? Yes, I think that, mm-hmm. I, you know, really, I would recommend an individual nutrition consultation for him because okay. for some reason, he either isn't eating in a way that supports his body or mm-hmm. he isn't absorbing the nutrients from his food. And, it, I mean, do you have some other things, you know? Yeah, Um it, if he did come in, we'd look at intestinal health first, which yes. is what Dara's talking about, is basically, is he absorbing what he's eating? And um, one of the biggest things with sports injuries is that um, is a lack of L-glutamine and a lot of times um, a lack of protein. And so if he his, his gut isn't in the, the healthiest condition, um, usually what starts to happen is, um, you know, um, the skeletal system starts to break down, and that's why he's getting these fractures. That's probably why his vertebrae never, you know, f- f- fuse back together because um, he's just not healing. He's not eating enough. He might not be getting all the nutrients that he needs from his foods. And, you know, the other thing to think about is I would take him in and have have a vitamin D level checked mm-hmm. on him because there's some reason that the calcium is not getting absorbed into the bone. Mm-hmm. Get the vitamin D level checked. Um and you know, and then and then maybe bring them in because there's a lot of things that people can do to correct these problems so that he doesn't have them even worse when he's 35 or right. 60. If he's a teenager and he's getting all mm-hmm. these injuries, yep. And you think it can be corrected by yes. nutrition? Yes, yes, I do. Wow. Definitely. Yep. What is the L-glutamine? What's that? L-glutamine is an amino acid, for, and again, the source of it would be from meat, mm-hmm. but it is also involved in every cell interaction in your body so it's really important but it also heals the intestinal tract and it supports muscle yep it's 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 an all-around amino acid really (laughs) probably one of the most important ones well it's funny you say protein because um i kind of i've been listening to some nutrition information in the past like six months and realized that we really had kind of cut back on meat, and he was just kind of craving it. Yes. And so I had been, I had been buying actually grass-fed beef. Good. Good. That's awesome. great. That's and he's awesome. eating a lot of it, and I kind of thought, oh, is it too much? But no. now that you say that, no. No. You know, you he's don't want to have boy. him eat, you know, you don't want him to eat more than about six ounces at a meal, uh-huh. uh, but several times a day Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. is the way that it gets uh, absorbed and utilized in the best manner. Okay. Great question. I bet yes. a lot of people have these kinds of questions. No kidding. Thank you very much. Yeah, Thank thanks you, for Marie. the call. Yep. Bye-bye. And I don't oh, know, and I think maybe we should take a break. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, it's getting close to that time. Okay. So everybody just hold on. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Recently, there was a study reported um, from the American Stroke Association Conference. Um, this federally funded study involved 87,000 participants. And what the researchers found were that Thirty percent. There was a thirty percent greater risk of stroke among women eating the most trans fats, which can be found in margarine, crackers, French fries, cookies, muffins, frozen pizzas. I could go on and on, but the big thing is thirty percent of those participants had a greater risk of stroke. So. 
Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutrition education. We've got quite a few one-night classes coming up on the calendar. Uh, coming up this week, we have Jumpstart Your Metabolism at our Lakeville office on Tuesday, July 6th. Also on that same night, we have Gut Reaction at our St. Paul office. And we have Gut Reaction is also being held this week on Thursday, July 8th in Wyzetta. You know, other classes coming up in July include stressed out, high anxiety. You know, real food is the answer. And we have an afternoon class in St. Paul, and it's foods to reduce pain and inflammation. And in White Bear Lake and also in South St. Paul. So we have classes all over. <laughs> so... And they're just two hours, and usually they're $25. They're not very expensive. And so you can check our list at weightandwellness.com or call Amy this morning at 651-699-3438. And we got lots of callers. So So we're going to take Dan, and he had um, another question on foods for running again. Dan? Yes. uh, Hello. Good morning, Dan. Um, Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks. uh, just kind of a follow-up question to your first caller. Um, I run three days a week, about four miles per time. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if you have any suggestions about what to eat right before I run. Um, I've been eating like bananas or peanut butter toast. And I just wonder if I want something kind of quick uh, and not, you know, just kind of give me some energy for running. This one's for, for you, that? Anna. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what I do actually, Dan, is something that's really quick is actually I just take about an ounce of beef jerky. It's um, it's just a strip, and then I and then you can do still like a half banana or half an apple, and um, maybe a handful of nuts. But now your beef jerky is not the kind that no. you buy at the SA. <laughs> it's different. Yeah, it doesn't have nitrates. Um, sometimes I get it from Trader Joe's um, that doesn't have nitrates. Sometimes I get it from the farmer's market. But that's what you're looking for if you do that, it, just because it is just a quick source of protein and it's, you know, it's semi, it's, you know, it's healthy. So um, I no, do that. Yeah. You could do a hard-boiled egg yeah. with fruit. You could do a little bit of chicken breast. Yep. You know, another thing that a lot of our clients do is they take a little bit of yogurt and put a scoop of whey protein whey protein it. powder in there so that you're getting more protein and then just have the banana and, and, and a few nuts so that you've got everything going. Yep. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, could I ask you a second question, too, unrelated sure. to that? Sure. Um, my enzyme level, liver enzyme levels have been up and down. Sometimes they're pretty normal and sometimes they're, like, off the charts. Mm-hmm. And my doctor has not really been able to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a binge drinker. <laughs> That's kind of the first thing I guess people say, but um, I don't really drink at all, actually. But I wonder if there's any sort of, if you have any idea if this is, there's any nutrition component to this. Well, I think one of the one of the ideas, what I would look at first would be to look at making sure if you're a runner that you're getting enough antioxidants because maybe you're getting... Maybe you're maybe you're getting some free radical damage, and so you need to make sure that you've got some antioxidants like vitamin C, vitamin E, a little bit of A, you know, mm-hmm. those types of, and zinc and those yeah. kinds of antioxidants yep. to keep that free radical damage down. I don't know if okay. you do that. Um, Anna, do you have some other ideas? As, you know, it's you're not taking any medication, right? Yeah, are you? sometimes meds can do it. I mean, if you're no. taking a statin drug, that sometimes happens. Yeah. No, I think in the past I maybe overdid it on cold tablets. Oh, okay. Um, but I, I really, 
I've really gone. Okay, that could have done gone, it. Sure. more natural. Yeah. yeah, so that, in that, like I said, so, like Zara said, some medications can really screw up your liver enzymes and from time to time. So, but um, definitely the antioxidants would help with, mm-hmm. could help with that okay. too. Yeah. It, well, you thanks know, for your information. Okay, thank you very much for the call. Thank you, you so know, much. Just one of the other things that I want to mention to, too is some, yeah. sometimes, you know, Metagenics has some great products and so does Orthomolecular on liver support. Mm-hmm. And it, it comes in a, like a rice protein and then they put all the ingredients to give the liver more support. And so sometimes doing that along with eating really healthy foods, right. more organic will foods, detox. will detox the liver and help to get those liver enzymes more balanced for the for the long term. Yep, exactly. I mean, it isn't something that you want to do forever, but right. maybe for a month or two, but also with real food. Yep, exactly. It's important not to be eating junky food. Yeah, that's so, right. It's not going to do anything. So, <laughs> um, But we will take, we're going to take Gloria's call. She had a, call, uh, a question on B12 shots. Good morning. Gloria, good morning. Good morning, Gloria. Oh, Hi. Um, yeah, I'm 55, and about a year and a half ago, I had some blood work done um, for fuzzy brain, and <laughs> and I was diagnosed with a low, low B12. Mm-hmm. And since then, I've gone through a series of, you know, uh, shots once a month, started with once a week that first month. And um, I was diagnosed with very high B6 and low B12. I was on a pretty um, expensive life extension multi tab thing or um and so i i took a whole year worth of shots and i'm still went in um like a few months ago and i was still diagnosed with low b12 and i i i don't understand how if it's going right into my whatever bloodstream how it can't be helping well i'm gonna i'm gonna start with this and i think and i'm gonna depend on some of your other higher level knowledge on some of this. Okay. But here's some things. Some of my thoughts is often we see a deficiency of B12 when people have two different things. Maybe they're taking an antacid Mm -hmm. because if you're taking an antacid, then you're not able to um, actually access the B12 from the meat that you're eating because you've reduced your amount of acid and your hydrochloric acid in your Intestinal tract and so, and in stomach. So, are you taking an antacid? No. No. Okay. okay. So we ruled that one out. Okay. The other one that a lot of times when we see people with a deficiency of B12, they have a gluten sensitivity, and so then the gluten is blocking the ability to make your B12 from meat. <gasps> so you might need to think about that as a possibility. Now, <clears throat> Ayanna, is there something? Something else that you would think of as far as why why she wouldn't be yeah. absorbing it. Um, <laughs> the gluten is a huge factor. I would also say dairy because it's really hard to digest. But um, it, you know, <laughs> it it all comes back to digestion, I think, and and wh- why you know what or there is a, there is a very it's not common, but it, there is a genetic component to it where you don't um, manufacture your B12, uh, and then homocysteine builds up and all that I stuff. I do. I had high homocysteine for quite a while. It it just lowered. Okay. And I'm thinking maybe it lowered because of the shots because I've gone from low, low to low. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think that, you know, again, I think a nutritional consultation because you have a very unique 
issue, problem going on in your body. And, you know, we may not be able to overcome all the genetics, but maybe we can help your body utilize what it can Mm -hmm. and work with your genetics at the best ability. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, and, and that was my, my other question. Even if I tried doing the gluten and the dairy, being that the, the shots are going right into my system and kind of bypassing my intestines, I would guess I would think. Yeah, but you have to be able to utilize some of your own B12 because the shots can't do everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. And then I'm, I'm wondering also, uh, being of that age, 55, if you can, about two months ago you said uh, there was a calcium product uh, the guy was on, and it was a bunch mm-hmm. of different kind of calcium. And I went to your website, but I couldn't find that. Yep, yep it's ca- it's called Pro Bono. There we go. Yes, it's a wonderful product. It's got a guarantee on it. We highly recommend it. Wonderful. Yep. So. Great question. Thank problem solving. Thank we so love much. these yes, kinds of we questions. We like the problem solving <laughs> questions. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. We are going to take. Let's see. Um, we will. Let's take, oh, the shingles call. Okay, Jan, on line two. Jan, you had a question for us? Um, yes, this is Jan. Hi, Jan. I just came down with shingles, mm-hmm. and also, <clears throat> I also have celiac. So I'm wondering, is there anything that maybe that you could I could eat better to maybe um, have this move along a little bit better, so well, feeling better. <laughs> Jan, you know you have to eat to build up your immune system. Shingles is when you have the, well, it's a virus, it's you know, a herpes virus in your system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so what happened is, for some reason, your immune system decreased and you, you broke out in, in, in mm-hmm. the shingles. I yeah. mean, basically that's what happened. So how do you get your immune system to function better? In Anna. You talk for a little bit here. (laughs) Okay. So uh, the immune system relies a lot on zinc. Mm -hmm. um, So that could help get you over the shingles faster. But also protein. It's all about protein. That's how we make our white blood cells. That's how we fight off a lot of different things. And plus they have a lot of minerals that help us with the antioxidants that help fight off damage from, you know, free radicals, bacteria, viruses, things like that. So... And if you have celiac disease, what that says is you have a compromised yes, digestive system. Just, yeah. So I don't know if you're taking some bifidobacteria and some glutamine several times a day because that helps then digest that. And actually, orthomolecular has a digestive enzyme that also supports people with celiac disease to be able to digest foods a little bit better so that you're actually getting the nutrients from the food into your cells. Yeah. So there's a lot of things. And the the healing of the gut, too, like the L-glutamine. Yes. I mean, that would really help, too, to prevent that um, other particles and viruses from getting out into the bloodstream. And then you can't forget about things like omega-3 fatty acids, critical for your immune system. Yep. Well, you know, about a, uh, a year ago, I tried this pro bono, and I was really, I think there was some gluten in it, I thought, so can I order that again and just take half as many? You can, but you know what? I think before you ever order that, I would just I would come in for a consultation because it's it's like you you know it's like problem solving and getting everything working better uh, so that maybe in the end you won't need pro bono. Right? Amazing. If yes. you can, well, yeah, but I would want I would want the calcium. Well, you couldn't. I mean, that's fine, but you got to get your own body 
getting the calcium from the kale and the spinach and all those oh, things so that it's working better rather so than just break de- down. you know rather than just depending on a supplement yeah okay that's what yeah. we're saying yes oh. it's a great supplement i'm it not is. saying that it isn't but yeah. we want people to rely on real foods much better yep much more okay. I think but a good question. Great question, Jan. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. All right. Bye. Bye. So we're going to take, yes, we need to take a break. Um, you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. And as a woman soon to be giving birth, yes. I personally want to encourage mothers to be, to include DHA in with their prenatal supplements because the research has shown that D, that DHA is essential for brain function, also for cell communication, especially in the region where learning and long-term memory occur. Um, and DHA-deprived brain cells have less activity compared with cells receiving sufficient DHA. DHA is just um, part of that um, um, omega-3 fatty acid found in fish oil. Or mm-hmm. you can get it from algae or free-range eggs. But it's first found in breast milk. So give us a call if you have questions, 651-641-1071. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. And we're taking your questions and we're going to hit the boards and answer some more questions, more nutritional questions. Yes. So we have Joanne on line one. Joanne, you had a question for us? Pardon? You had a question for us? Yes. Oh, yeah. You know, what exactly is osteopenia? Okay. (laughs) Osteopenia is, you know, they have osteoporosis, which is a breakdown of bones. It's a thinning of bones. Mm -hmm. Osteopenia is the beginning of the breakdown. It's not normal bones, but they take a test and they can see that you're beginning to have some problems with your bones. That's what osteopenia is. Yeah, it's like softening almost. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I had a bone density, and they said I had osteoporosis. Then a year later, I have another one, and they tell me I have osteopenia. That's good news. That is. That is. That's great news. Because you're reversing it. Yes. Whatever you're doing, keep doing because you're doing something right. Okay. Well, I started taking liquid calcium because I take vitamins and... I take glucosamine, and I, it just seemed like I was taking so many pills. It was easier to take the liquid calcium. Well, Do you be, think that's it a good It must thing? be working. Probably you're getting more vitamin D also, my guess is. So more yes. of the calcium is getting absorbed. Oh, good. So yes. that's, a good, that's, that's good news. That's good, yes. See how strong these different <laughs> nutritional supplements and and habits yep. are. Yeah. I mean, it's habits. It is too. habits, too. Yeah. You can't just take a supplement and expect your bones to be healthy. No. Yep. You know, okay. Great. Thanks, okay, Joanne. Well, thank you very much. You're yes. welcome. All right. So let's go to line three, Cheryl. Cheryl, you had a question for us? Good morning, Cheryl. Oh, yes. Um, I was wondering about some conflicting information about Parkinson's, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of information saying you should eat a low-protein diet, but don't you need a lot of dopamine in, to uh, to help the Parkinson's, and doesn't that come from animal protein? Yes. I mean, that's <laughs> very true. And, uh, you know, there's a medication that they t- people take when they have Parkinson's, and if you take it with protein, it doesn't seem to work as well, so... That maybe is why they got started with that. A little protein. Um, you know, it, but the interesting thing is that when they look at many Parkinson's patients, they actually have insulin resistance, 
which tells me that they're eating way too many carbohydrates, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't know, Anna, do you you have more updated information than... (sighs) Well, I was just reading stuff on medications for Parkinson's. Yes. And L-DOPA is one of the ones you're talking about. And yeah, if you... Yeah, it decre- when you eat it with protein, it definitely decreases its absorption or it screws yes. it up. Yeah. Um, and so that's, again, like Dar said, why you probably wouldn't want to do too much protein. But uh, but you need protein to build up those um, that those amino acids. Yes. So I think it's crucial that you lower the carbohydrates, get the fruits and the vegetables in that have all those nutrients and antioxidants, and um, and also keep the protein at least at a moderate level. And I think the other thing is that you really, someone with Parkinson's really need to address a lot of different antioxidants because that's the free radical damage that's causing the nerve damage, yep. Breakdown of the nervous system. Yep. So I hope we answered it. Yes. Yeah, I think that was helpful. One other question is um, I took one of your classes and you said to have uh, one to three cups of vegetables per meal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you start doing that, my friend did it with me, and she started to develop um, pretty bad hemorrhoids, and we're thinking that it was because of the excess bulk and fiber. Would you agree with that? Mm, no, I don't think so. I'm, I mean, no, I don't think that those would be related at all. In fact, it should help the hemorrhoids. Right. Um, so must be something else going on. Or if she's not drinking enough water and she's doing flaxseed along with all that other stuff, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Can't answer that one. So, <laughs> all right. Thank you Sorry. for the call. Yeah. Thanks. Um, all right. Let's go to Roberta, who is looking for a good fish oil. Roberta, you had a question on fish oil? Yes. This, this is Roberta. Hi, Roberta. Hi there. Thank you. I'm so excited to talk to you. I have family members all over the country that are now streaming your show. Thank you. Um, awesome. You're very welcome for that. Okay, I recently had bariatric surgery. Mm-hmm. It's been uh, one month ago yesterday, and um, I used to be a very avid taker of uh, the fish oil capsules. Uh, the you know they come in the big ones, yeah. and then I would take an additional vitamin D, and I would take my garlic or whatever. And <clears throat> they've stopped pretty much all of those things, um, especially the fish oil, simply because it's so big. Now, is there mm-hmm. something else? I mean, I don't want to open up the capsule because no, we know, have really a perfect answer for you. We have a great fish oil from Metagenics. Yes. It's okay. a liquid, a teaspoon. They have one that's called high concentrate, yep. okay. and you a teaspoon twice a day is probably all you need to take. Yep. Oh, okay. And then and, and it, you're saying it's a liquid? Then it doesn't taste bad. No, it tastes oh. like lemon. Yep, it's got a little lemon. Now, I would also recommend, wouldn't you, a little bit of Cod liver oil? Yes. Yep, for the vitamin D and vitamin A, because they usually, after bariatric surgery, you, yep. those are the two that you don't absorb very well. So you want both. You want yeah. the EPA, DHA, or the omega-3, which is okay. liquid, and then you want a little bit of cod liver oil. Yep. Okay. I, I've seen cod liver oil. I've seen those things. And, of course, my mother used to have horrible stories about cod liver oil and orange <laughs> juice. But um, where would I get the, the fish oil one? Where do I get that? We At our offices. Yep. Okay. And, and what, you, what part of town do you live? I live in the Anoka area, so where would be the closest Probably Wyzetta, mm, probably. Wyzetta, probably. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, then I'll go to the website and I'll get that address. Thank you so much. Thank no you. Problem. Thank you so much for your question. <laughs> well, we there are we are. Done. We almost had gotten to all the callers. <laughs> thank you for listening today. Thanks, Anna. Yes, Great thanks, show. Star.
Ba 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 